So I'm, I'm using a different recording app because Ferrite is um, honestly becoming really annoying to me because it's not <clears throat> recording right. Like the audio is a little bit like there's times when it's way too loud or way too soft. Oftentimes it's a little too soft. Um, so I'm using a different one right now. So I want to talk to you about the myth of the perfect relationship. Um, there's a, there's a bunch of these myths of perfection that I want to go over. There's so many that I don't know if I'm going to be able to go over all of them. So one of the things that I haven't really mentioned yet, and I, I will go into this deeper in the end of this series once it's finally done, is why why talk about this? Because some people talk about this, like some people say, oh yeah, you know, of course we're not perfect, you know, nobody's perfect, or like no solution is perfect, but they don't go deeper than that. They don't like go, okay, why is that true? How is that true? Um, and the purpose behind going deeper on this, there's, there's a couple of reasons, right? One of them is neutrality. One of them is kind of a sort of destroying of uh, romanticism that happens. The other edge of this is uh, a sort of a deeper, more intuitive reasoning that's created once you're able to go deeper. It's not a super complex process. It's not like one of those things where, like, you say something or do something or whatever and you never really recover from it like it's it's you know people get so hung up on this idea of perfection that they like it, it becomes their sense of self to have perfect everything perfect job perfect relationship um perfect job that's a really good one too I haven't even thought of that one yet but and so this one, the perfect relationship, is really interesting to me because, especially in romance, people have this idea, this notion that they should have the perfect romance because what they see on television, you know, the perfect romance is, oh, I'm falling in love with you. It's so beautiful. There's so much beautifulity. Go, beauty, beautifulity. There's so much uh, dreaminess going on here. There's no problems. And then there may be problems, and then those problems end, and everything's a happy ending. Uh, Life is art. Reality was talking about the happy ending problem. That was a good point. It's something that I, I guess my whole Myth of Perfection series is about destroying the myth of the happy ending. A happy solution because it's it doesn't exist, um, and we need to become realistic. Honestly, it's it's time that we stop listening to what the media tells us about perfection. What what we need um, to be perfect because it's bullshit. It's stupid and it, it leads us into bad mistakes. <clears throat> and this is one of the reasons why I often say that the popular opinions are often wrong because the popular opinions are like. 
emotion-based. They're not logic-based. They're not even uh, truly intuitive-based in a lot of ways. Like the intuition, if it exists, is, is kind of more uh, stuck within itself. This is something I'm still trying to figure out. But one of the things I've really become aware of is that intuition is something that you have to learn how to develop. It It's not something that just comes to you delivered and packaged properly. You have to, like, learn to develop it, and that means discriminating between what works and what doesn't. Um, and getting feedback upon... A, based on that description. Was that description right or wrong or whatever it was, right? Based on experience. And that's the way intuition works. It's not, you know, people like to talk about intuition as if it's some kind of mystical, spiritual thing. Uh, I'm not going to the Mr. Perfect intuition as well, but it's not some... going. And then I'll go big... Uh, I'll go into this and I'll go into... And then I'll go into the romance thing when, when I'm done with this, but... It's not some mystical uh, spiritual thing. It's actually much more uh, um, brain-based than people realize. You know, people make the connection left brain, right brain. It's not quite accurate because actually the left brain, right, the left right brain dichotomy is just doesn't really exist in that way. It's not that simple, but it is closest in a lot of ways. So. Anyways, getting back on topic here, relationships are really interesting because the mind, it has to have the perfect relationship. It's like, oh, you know, and it doesn't have to be romance at all. It doesn't have to be romantic. It's very possible that you will... attempt to gain that through uh, friendships or whatever it is. So maybe your idea of a perfect friendship is always agreeing with you in some way. Right? Maybe your idea of a perfect friendship is someone who always you know, takes your calls, for instance, or always like does what you want them to do, basically. You know, I've made an episode about how your expectations are attempts to make copies of yourself. And and when I made that episode, everybody was triggered by it. And they were trying to, like... Like, somebody was, like, telling me, like, no, this is not right, and this is not... Um, you know, it's really funny to me how people act when I tell them stuff like this. And it's like, no, David, you're wrong. This is not. I'm not trying to make copies of you, or I'm not t- trying, or I'm not trying to make copies of me. Um, you know, this kind of thing. In a sense, that's kind of true. But you are trying to make copies of your ideal, what you think this ideal person should be. Um, in reality, which doesn't really work. Uh, and so, judgments and ex- expectations, which is the title of the episode, are attempts to make copies of yourself copies of your ideal other or self the other being this person or whatever so 
your romantic relationship is going to be filled with problems. You know, the, 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 you may go into a relationship thinking that you're never going to be fraught with problems, you're never going to fight, and that if you do fight, it's a problem, it's bad, it's wrong, it's, you know, all these things, but it's not true at all. Um, I think all of us realize this to a certain extent, um, but when it comes down to it, this isn't something that we take it into account in practice. Uh, we, all, we all talk about it. Everybody talks about how we should be grateful. We have all the things that we have and everything like this. Um, and I, was, I was very much sharply reminded of this, right? Because everybody says that, right? Most people say that. But then when it comes down to practice, they complain about what they have and what they don't have, especially. Like, oh, it's a shame that this doesn't happen. It's a, it's like, yeah, but it's happened. You know, whether you like it or not, it's here. You know, we, we need to learn how to become grateful for what is here, and not complain about what isn't here. Um, you know, this kind of thing. And so, this is one of the reasons why my episodes are going to trigger everybody because I'm not, I'm not here to validate your feelings. I don't give a fuck about what your feelings are. Um, I'm sorry, I just don't. I'm, it's not a, It's not me like trying to be mean. I don't care what your feelings are because they're irrelevant. Because if you really want to be stable as a person, you should think of them as irrelevant as well. Um, because, to be honest with you, they're, they, they get in the way of progress. They get in the way of truth. They get in the way of balance. Uh, most times... Um, especially if you overdo it, which is something I want to, I'm kind of figuring out myself, like how, when, it, how much is too much and things like this, but, um, you know, feelings are irrelevant to making a decision in most cases. Especially when your feelings in the matter are, are really strong, because those strong feelings are going to create really bad decisions. It's it's very common to see that where pe- people make strong judge have ju- strong judgments and then they rush into things and they ca- gets them into a lot of trouble, gets them into a lot of problems that they can't really get out of, um, whatever that is. And so this is why I say that feelings are irrelevant to making a decision. Because it's true. Your feelings should not be taken into account when making a decision. Oh, but my my emotions say enter this relationship with this person. Okay, you can, you can do that all you want. I'm not going to say you shouldn't do that, right? But to be honest with you, if you do that and people are warning you, wait, maybe you shouldn't do that, this person is a little crazy or whatever, uh, and you don't see the signs and the hints and whatever it is, maybe maybe you need to start listening to the objects, the objectivity, um, the objective truths that are being handed to you, but you're not listening to. This is why I say feelings are irrelevant, because they are. People need, people need to stop listening to their feelings. <coughs> Fuck your feelings. No offense, and I'm not talking in a mean way, like, oh, you're, you're dumb for having feelings, fuck you, you know. I'm talking, I'm talking quite seriously here. Fuck 
your feelings. Your feelings should not be playing a role in your decision-making process. Um, and this is where we can do this perfect relationship because people get into a relationship because they feel something with this person. Um, and they don't see the signs. It's it's really sad. It's really crazy to me how how um, feelings can make you unaware, especially things like happiness. Happiness makes you less aware. People always talk about you should become aware. You know, let focus on the present moment. You know, happiness is like the worst way to do that. Believe it or not, um, feelings like happiness are one of the worst solutions for doing that because what what happiness is really because if you think about it it makes logical sense right because if you're happy why would you want to become aware at all why why change anything i've made this argument before but it's a very important argument to make you know, if you're happy why change anything at all you're not going to you're, you're going to be like oh you know there's nothing to change it's perfect right now it's, it's really good if not perfect you know whatever it is right Maybe there's some very small things you might change, but for the most part, if you're happy, you're not going to change. You're not going to learn. You're not going to become, and so you're not really going to need to become aware. And so you're not going to be aware. And so, ironically, awareness is actually a activity that you take up when you are not happy. Um. <laughs> and in fact, I'd say that the more unhappy that you are the more aware you can potentially become. That's a deeper episode, but... So, let's say you're in a relationship, right? And this person leaves their stuff everywhere, right? What, what, what does that mean to you? Is that imperfect? Uh, is that something that you didn't think of? You know, whatever it is, right? Maybe they are annoying you. Maybe they're doing something that you don't want them to do. Yeah, there's always going to be something, you know, going back to the myth of the perfect interaction. Uh, this is very much related to this because we're not perfect beings and we're never going to be perfect beings. And the reason why I'm pointing all this out is not to make you like depressed, like, oh no, I'm never going to be happy because this is all so imperfect. It's not about that at all. This is why I say your feelings should be irrelevant to making a decision. Because when you you put your feelings first, what ends up happening is that you get in, into a lot of trouble. I've seen this with people, and it's not really... I don't want to go too deeply into this, but <clears throat> I've, I've seen this happen over and over again. And... You know, I've tried to explain to these people, like, oh, yeah, maybe you shouldn't get in this in this situation. It's probably not helpful for you. Maybe you shouldn't try to fix this. Because sometimes people get into these relationships where, like, oh, yeah, this is a great relationship. And then they start seeing problems and they try to fit, fix the person in the relationship, which, is, which doesn't really end up going well for the people involved. And so I'm like, yeah, maybe that's not going to work. I don't think this person is going to uh, be into that way of doing things. They're not going to want you to try and fix them. But because love 
you know, we were taught this stupid ass notion that like we should love everybody and be kind to everybody. Um, and it's not it's not like it's dumb. Like it, kindness is is important, but sometimes it's important to almost as as important to not be kind as it is important to be kind. Now I'm not saying be mean like oh you're an asshole, but like so I'll give an example. And this is something that you can see in your own relationships too, perhaps, right? So, let's say that you are in a situation that you're you don't really like. You're, this person is annoying you, and it is creating resentment between the two of you. Because <sighs> this person maybe leaves his stuff everywhere or whatever, right? The kind decision, the kind idea, in your mind might be low. I don't want to make waves, so I'm going to be nice to this person about it. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to not say anything and just be meek about it. But, you know, the the person's probably not even aware of your resentment about this if you're not telling them outright. And so you're just kind of like being kind. And then maybe eventually you get fed up with that and you become passive-aggressive. And over time, that kind of gets worse and worse and worse. And that creates more and more tension between you until eventually you burst out or they burst out or whatever. Uh, and so sometimes the best situa- the best um, thing you can do in that situation goes, Hey, dude, pick up your shit from the ground. It's not complicated. It's, it's, it's... This is why I'm, I'm telling you that this stupid idea of just... Oh, you just just love everybody. Everything's gonna be fine if you just love all of the time. Love everybody all the time. It's stupid. It's so dumb. And the thing that gets me about this is that nobody questions it in these communities at all. Nobody questions it. Nobody questions it really. Come on, people. Um, and maybe you'll see some people who are kind of more stage orange question this, but. Nobody else does. Nobody in the kind of more green situations question it because they're stuck in it. And they don't see the problems with it. Um, But sometimes you have to be less kind to actually be kind to yourself and even to this person, like I said. Because if you're not, you can create more resentment between you in the end and it creates more problems. Whatever it is. This is one of the dumbest expressions. Oh, you just love everybody. Everything's going to be fine. You just love. You know, be kind. It's like... I mean, yeah. Kindness is wonderful and it's useful. But, I mean, there are times when you have to, like, not do that. It, it would be, like, so good for you if you, you just, like... If you were having problems with this person, you'll be honest with them in this way. Um, you know, that'd be so, so great for you and them would create, create a lot of, you know, it might create a little bit of resistance now, but it would create less resistance, resistance later. Um, you know, and it goes back to another point that I'm going off topic like crazy here, but it goes back to another point of happiness. It's actually not all of that, all of far off topic though, but if if, you, if we go back into happiness, you people always have, have this expression, oh, just do what makes you happy, Right. Um, this is what happens when you do what makes you happy at first because it, it feels good. You're not re- you're going with the path of least resistance. You're saying, okay, 
because that's, that feels better to you. That's not as you know uncomfortable um, in this way. And so you're kind of more, there's more uh, peace there. There's more happiness in a sense. But that pays for itself in the long run, especially if it's something very uh, important to you in some way. If it's something minuscule, like sometimes you'll have a situation where this person does something. It's like, oh, this is really annoying, but then it ends like a couple seconds later. That's one thing, right? But if it's something that's very important and you're you're constantly thinking about it, you know, sometimes the best thing is to just kind of like tell the person, wait, you know, please, please don't do this, whatever it is. Uncomfortable, but necessary. Some people don't, some people don't. Some people know how to do it. Some people just don't know how to do it. And so when they do do it, because they don't have any practice, they can kind of do it in an overly uh, strong tone of voice because they don't know how to do it properly. They, going back to the myth of the perfect situation, the myth of the perfect, you know, there's like a myth of the perfect like way that things need to be done. Like, oh, I need to be this way or whatever, you know. Um, you're probably going to get it wrong at first. You're probably going to go overdo it maybe or underdo it. But eventually by learning how to do this more, you're going to kind of build a balance. Because you need ba- you need some boundaries. I'm sorry, you just do. If somebody tells you that you don't need boundaries and boundaries are bad or boundaries are stupid or that you just need to love everybody and then damn the consequences. This is stupid. This is a dumb uh, idea. Um, <clears throat> and it goes back to the myth of the perfect relationship. Because it has this... Because it within it has it has this implicit statement that everybody is just trying to be nice and is trying to be loving to you or whatever it is but that's just not true and people have this expression like everybody has good intentions right everybody has the best intentions but that's not actually always true it's not true now and it's not true then it's never going to be true um, and we need to stop believing this shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just so tired of the lies and the, and the, and it's not like it's a lie. It's not like it's like incorrect to say that because it is true, generally speaking, right? But there are people who don't have good intentions when they do something for you because they're trying to manipulate you or they're trying to make you upset or whatever it is. Because they're assholes. People, some people are just assholes uh, for various reasons. <laughs> the perfect person, right? But then you'll have like the spiritual person, the spiritual teachings and whatnot go, oh yeah, you must look at this person as if he is just doing the best he can in the situation or he has the look at this person as if he has the, the best intentions in mind. It's like, but they, but they don't. That's not always true and it's never going to always be true. Um, <laughs> I'm just going right off on people. But, I'm, and I'm not trying to be mean at all. But it's time we stop listening to this lie. This stupidity of 
oh, just love everybody and it's going to be fine. You know, there's not going to be any problems or you just get rid of the ego. You know, there's no, no problem in doing that. It's stupid. It's absolutely stupid. Um, and I want to do an episode on the ego because it's probably one of the dumber ones. Um, it's actually, it's, well, in this case of the ego, it's not actually, the, the problem isn't that it's actually dumber. The problem is that nobody understands what the ego is. The ego is such a ill misdefined uh, term that it, people just say, oh, just get rid of your ego. It's going to be fine. It's like, no, you don't know what the ego is. None of you know what the ego really is. Um, it's kind of a random topic, but it is very much related because the relationship myth is started because of these kinds of like ideas that are overly general and not really helpful in the end. Um, and so you you get the the myth of perfection because of this. These these just overly general and overly cliche and like not very smart ideas and tr- and points. And it's 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 annoying to me. It's annoying not because it's it's false. Well, it is annoying for that reason, but not because it's false necessarily, but because you you already know people are going to use that knowledge against you and take advantage of you for believing that because you're not going to do anything about what they're doing to you because you believe this idea. And that's what people have done and that's what people are doing to you. I guarantee you that people are doing this to you consciously or unconsciously. Probably more unconsciously, to be honest with you, but like they, they will do it to you unconsciously or consciously because survival is an essential bias to everything that you're doing and that everything that they're doing. It just depends on what your definition of survival is in the end. So, enjoy this episode. It is very, it was more, ended up being more kind of ranty than anything, but I think it's important to kind of go into this deeper. So, hope you enjoy this and I'll talk to the next episode.